Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for standing by for Kingsoft Crowd's first quarter 2021 earnings conference call. At this time, all participants are listening only mode. After management's prepared remarks, there will be a question and answer session. As a reminder, today's conference call is being recorded. I will now turn the mic with your host for today's call, Mr. Cole Shan, Investor Relations Manager of Kingsoft Cloud. Please proceed, Nicole. Thank you, Operator. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today. Kingsoft Cloud's first quarter 2021 earnings release was distributed earlier today and is available on our IR website at ir.kiyun.com as well as on Global News Wireless Services. On the call today from Kingsoft Cloud, we have our CEO, Mr. Yulin Wang, and the CFO, Mr. Haijian Henry He. Mr. Wang will review our business operations and company highlights, followed by Mr. He, who will discuss the financials and the guidance. They will be available to answer your question during the Q&A session that follows. There will be consecutive interpretation. All interpretations are for your convenience and reference purpose only. In case of any discrepancy, management statement in the original language will prevail. Before we begin, I'd like to remind you that this conference call contains forward-looking statements within the meaning of Section 21E of the Security Exchange Act of 1934, as amended and as defined in the U.S. Private Security Litigation Reform Act of 1995. These forward-looking statements are based upon management's current expectations and current market and operating conditions and relate to events that involve known or unknown risks, uncertainties, and other factors, all of which are difficult to predict and many of which are beyond the company's control, which may cause the company's actual results, performance, or achievements to differ materially from those in the forward-looking statements. Further information regarding this and other risks, uncertainties, or factors are included in the company's filings with the U.S. SEC. The company doesn't undertake any obligation to update any forward-looking statement as a result of new information, future events, or other risks, except as required under applicable law. Please uh, note that unless otherwise stated, all financial figures mentioned uh, during this conference call as denominated in RMB. It's now my pleasure to introduce our CEO, Mr. Yulin Long. Please go ahead. Thank you, 大家好，欢迎大家参加金山云2021年第一季度的财报电话会。公司一季度的总收入达到人民币18.1亿元，其中公有云是3.9亿元，企业云4.2亿元。公司坚持执行优质客户战略，不断完善大规模、高稳定性
公司的极致高清、HRV 五编解码技术等增值产品服务都在项目中充分发挥了作用。在新客户拓展方面，公司中标某移动互联网独角兽企业大数据业务的混合云项目，为客户提供裸金属服务等产品服务，减轻客户运维负担，实现弹性扩容、多机房混合云部署，进一步降低客户的 IT 成本。本季度，我们与多家大型互联网客户明确了合作意向。为公司中长期的收入增长奠定了坚实的基础。此外，在游戏方面，我们很高兴看到云游戏开始贡献收入，公司与爆款游戏《原神》达成合作，为其提供云游戏 Pass 平台服务，与米哈游共同为玩家带来全新的云游戏体验。In terms of public cloud, for many years we have offered secure, stable, and comprehensive solutions to safeguard our customers' Spring Festival gala campaigns. Providing the massive viewership globally with smooth, high-definition and interactive experience, we offered solutions including live streaming, on-demand streaming, and electronic wrap packet campaigns, where our value-added products such as Smart HD and KFC 265 encoder were fully utilized. On new customer acquisition front, we won a big data hybrid cloud project for a certain mobile internet unicorn company, providing the customer with products and services including biometric servers. It alleviates the customer's burden on operation and maintenance, achieves elastic capacity expansion, as well as multi-server room hybrid cloud deployment, and further reduces IT costs. In this quarter, we also signed letters of intent with several large-scale internet companies, which laid a solid foundation to our medium to long-term revenue growth. In addition, on gaming front, we're pleased to see revenue generation from cloud gaming. We signed an agreement with MiHoYo to provide past-level cloud gaming platform for blockbuster game Genshin Impact. Together with Mihoyo, we are dedicated to providing brand new best cloud gaming experience to gamers. 此外，公司发布云原生全景图以及两款容器产品，使得客户无需考虑底层资源，充分发挥云平台的弹性和分布式优势。同时，公司正式上线公有云统一大数据平台 Cobrix， 帮助客户大幅提升数据敏捷性，显著降低开发运维成本，并联合其他大数据 Pass 产品。助力客户构建数据生态。我们也将持续加强了公司增值服务产品的能力，包括音视频、边缘计算及其他云原生的技术能力等。We also published our cloud-native product portfolio and launched two containers that enable customers to fully leverage the advantages of elastic and distributed cloud platforms, free from underlying resources concerns. In addition, we officially launched the Kubrix, a unified data platform for the public cloud. It helps customers significantly improve data agility, reduce development and maintenance costs, and build a data ecosystem in combination with other big data pass products. Meanwhile, we have been strengthening our value-added product capabilities, including audio and video, edge computing, and other cloud-native technologies. 企业云方面，市场需求持续旺盛，公司深入垂直领域业务场景，形成优异的行业解决方案。尽管企业云服务作为项目制，但我们积极与客户建立长期的合作关系，持续获得新的业务机会。在医疗行业，公司单一来源成功中标仙桃市智慧医疗二期项目，我们将在一期项目基础上持续提供服务，进行云平台扩容和功能升级，保障项目的技术延续性、一致性和平台稳定性，进一步提升区域医疗信息化水平。此外，公司高效支付、高效交付四川天府健康云。和常州智慧健康云二期完成了银河云平台的部署与调试、云平台扩容等服务，为天府健康云平台业务的正式启动和江苏省影像云建设提供了关键保障。
Moving to enterprise cloud, market demand remains strong. We continue to dig deeper into select verticals and develop outstanding industry solutions. While much of enterprise cloud services is project-based, we proactively seek to build and maintain long-term cooperation and continue to obtain business opportunities. In the healthcare sector, during the quarter, we were selected to be the exclusive supplier for phase two of the Xiantao Municipality Smart Healthcare Project. We will continue to provide services based on phase one, conduct capacity expansion and function upgrade, while in the meantime, ensuring technical continuity, consistency, and stability, all of which will help to further improve the digital healthcare capabilities of the region. In addition, we efficiently delivered Sichuan Tianfu Healthcare Cloud and the second phase of the Changzhou Healthcare Cloud, which include deploying and testing of our Galaxy platform, as well as expanding the capacity of their existing cloud platforms. These offer critical guarantee to the official launch of Tianfu Healthcare Cloud business and the construction of Jiangsu Province Image Cloud. 根据第三方行业研究机构沙利文发布的2020年中国数据管理解决方案市场报告 数据标准化及数据调用等全面的数据服务。我们还成功切入某大型互联网金融平台的公有云业务，为客户提供云分发及云安全服务，减轻客户的运营负担。In the financial services sector, we continue to strengthen our data management solutions capabilities. According to the 2020 China Data Management Solutions Market Report published by Third Party Industry Research Institute Frost and Sullivan, among key market players. We are positioned in the first quadrant, leaders quadrant, together with top-tier global cloud computing competitors. As financial services companies increasingly focus on data security and stability, we proactively seize market opportunities, leveraging on our position as the leading neutral cloud service provider. During this quarter, we provided comprehensive cloud-based data services to the pension fund system of one of China's major state-owned banks. The project consists of data ingestion, standardization, retrieval, and processing. At the same time, we also successfully engaged with a leading Chinese internet financial platform company, where we provide cloud delivery and security services to help reduce IT operating and maintenance costs. In the public服务领域, 帮助客户提升信息化水平，实现业务系统安全稳定的运营。另外，公司成功中标江苏省大数据中心建设项目，构建大数据云、省省市两级政务云等云平台的多云融合管理能力，进一步提升云管理质量和服务水平。公司也成
We also want to bid for Jiangsu Province's Big Data Cloud Project, which aims to realize integrated management capabilities across multiple cloud platforms, including Big Data Cloud, as well as provincial and municipal level government cloud. In addition, we also want to bid to build a cloud platform for the Chengdu Industrial Internet Public Service System. The system will provide a full range of smart cloud services to industrial enterprises in Chengdu and the surrounding areas. 最后，我们在四月发布了公司上市后的第一份年报和环境社会及管制报告。作为领先的中地云服务商，公司非常重视公司管制，承担环境和社会责任，关注可持续发展。尽管美股交易所并未强制要求披露，公司在上市一年内即
our backlog number keeps increasing. Certain new projects, such as projects in healthcare, financial services, has been the additions to the backlog number mentioned, uh, mentioned above. Lastly, our business is sufficiently funded as of the moment, as of March 31, 2020, 2021, our cash position was 5.46 billion RMB. Now I will go through the financial results in greater detail. Our public cloud services revenue reached 1.39 billion RMB. Due to our high quality services and robust relationships with our premium customers, the usage of our premium customers has been increasing steadily and the revenues from public cloud services has been increasing for five consecutive quarters. During the first quarter, compared with the faster growth rate in the same period of last year, when daily internet usage jumped significantly during COVID-19 outbreak last year, we saw a moderate year-over-year increase of internet usage in the industry in general. In addition, the recent headwinds in the internet industry in mainland China in general, particularly in streaming education, e-commerce, and other verticals, and many of those companies are taking cautious stand on promotional efforts than the previous industry expectation aimed at tightening regulations, weighing on our growth in the public cloud segments in Q1. During the quarter, enterprise cloud revenue increased by 131.3% to 420 million RMB, mainly reflecting the rapid growth in demand for our enterprise cloud services and partially offset by the impact of Chinese New Year holiday season in this year and also the late timing of procurement timetable compared with the previous year. Cost of the revenue increased by 28.5% year-over-year to 1.7 billion RMB. IDC cost increased by 21% year-over-year to 1.11 billion RMB. As a percentage of total revenues, IDC cost decreased from 66.2% in Q1 last year to 61.4% in this quarter. Overall, we are achieving greater economic scale and improving resource efficiency. Depreciation and amortization costs were 174.8 million RMB. Other costs consist of third-party software purchases and outsourcing costs associated with both public cloud and enterprise cloud, as well as other equipment costs related to our enterprise services. Other costs were 394.0 million RMB, and the staffing costs were 15 million RMB. We achieved a record high quarterly adjusted gross profit in Q1. It increased by 64.4% from 74.2 million RMB in the same period of last year to 122 million RMB this quarter. Our adjusted gross margin for this quarter increased from 4.9% last quarter to 6.7% this quarter. The margin improvement was mainly attributed to the benefits received from investment into other major enterprise cloud verticals, such as healthcare, financial services last quarter, and the stable contribution of public cloud revenue and margin. Total operating expenses were 468.6 million RMB, up 30.3% from Q1 last year, mainly due to increase in share-based compensation, staffing salary adjustments, and fading of adjustments of social insurance, favorable policy, and expenses of hiring talent hiring. Excluding share-based compensation, adjusted R&D expenses were 202.0 million RMB. As a percentage of revenue, R&D expenses decreased from 13.3% in Q1 last year to 11.1% this quarter. Adjusted selling and marketing expenses were 83.5 million RMB. 
As a percentage revenue, adjusted selling and marketing expenses decreased from 5.6% in Q1 last year to 4.6% this quarter. Adjusted GNA expenses were 65.6 million RMB. As a percentage revenue, they decreased from 4.2% in Q1 last year to 3.6% this quarter. Our adjusted net loss was 218.4 million RMB compared with an adjusted net loss of 243.4 million in Q1 last year. Adjusted net margin improved from negative 17.5% in Q1 last year to negative 12% this quarter. Our adjusted EBITDA was negative 48.6 million RMB compared with negative 39.4 million RMB in Q1 last year. Adjusted EBITDA margin slightly improved from negative 2.8% in Q1 last year to negative 2.7% this quarter. As of March 31, 2021, we had a cash and a cash equivalent at 5.46 billion RMB. During this quarter, CapEx expenditure were 213.4 million RMB. CapEx as a percentage of total revenue decreased from 30.3% in Q1 last year to 11.8% this quarter. Moving to the outlook, as we mentioned early, for the second quarter of 2021, we expect our total revenue to be between 2.13 billion RMB and 2.23 billion RMB, representing a reacceleration on a year-over-year basis of 39% to 45% compared with the first quarter. This is based our current and preliminary views on the market and operational conditions, which are subject to change. This, yeah. this concludes our prepared remarks. Thanks for your attention. We are now happy to take your questions. Please ask your questions in both Mandarin and English, if possible. Operator, please go ahead. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we will now begin the question and answer session. If you would like a question, please press R1 on your telephone and wait for your name to be announced. If you wish to cancel your request, please press the pound or hash key. And yes, please ask your questions in both Mandarin and English if possible. Once again, please press star 1 for your question. Thank you. Our first question comes from the line of Brian Jong of City Group. Your line is open. Please go ahead. Yeah, uh, thanks to management for taking my question. Uh, my first question is regarding the public cloud. So the growth seems uh, slow down in first quarter. And I understand last, uh, last year was a high base and that there was uh, some regulatory issue in first quarter this year. But uh, does management think that the whole uh, public uh, cloud industry is slowing down? And uh, for us, I just heard that we have, you know, uh, partnered, well, we have just Find some contracts or partnership with some big internet companies. Uh, may we know what verticals uh, those uh, new customers are in? And this is my first question. And my second question is that the management share the backlog order amount for our enterprise cloud. And do you think you know with slowdown on public cloud industry, our competitors could become more aggressive in enterprise uh, enterprise cloud sector? 我自己翻译一下就是第一我我我呃感谢管理层接受我的提问我有两个问题第一个问题就是关于这个公有云这块就一季度增速的做放缓 
那我我我们知道去年是个 high base， 然后 one q 我们的 customer 也有一些 regulatory 的一些 impact， 但是我呃我我想问一下，就是我们管理层是不是看到整个公有云的这个市场的增速是在放缓？然后刚才管理层也有提到，我们有跟一些这个大型互联网公司取得一些合作，呃，那想问一下这些新的呃这些我们的客户，他们是来自于哪些这个行业的？那第二个问题是关于这个呃企业云，那我不知道管理层能不能分享一下这个我们企业云在手订单的一个情况，然后啊、呃、就是呃如公有云这个行业放慢的话，管理层会不会觉得就是有可能我们的这个竞争对手会在企业云这边变得更加 aggressive， 更呃竞争会更加激烈一些？谢谢。好，谢谢。嗯，先看第一个问题，就是公有云方面。呃，公有云方面的话 ，Q 一的呃节奏相比去年的话，因为刚提到去年其实是因为疫情影响有一个很很高的 base， 所以今年的这个增速相比去年的同期的话，看起来没有那么的快速。呃，但是头部客户的我们的用量依然还是很稳定，而且刚刚也提到还有很多新的互联网客户啊、呃，都已经呃在这个项目的进行之中。所以我们看到我们公有云的收入其实上市在连续五个季度还是在这个持续提升的。那短期的增速的话呢，今年还有一个受到一些这个确实受到一些国内的相相对监管方面的一个季节性的影响，就是尤其在呃比如视频客视频的客户，他们在内容上加强了审核啊，教育行业也更加谨慎的进行了业务推广和新业务的扩张，所以这个导致我们 Q 一的。传导给我们会有一个短期的一个波动，那这个现在这个波动已经啊过去了，所以我们看到从 Q 二开始的话，这个业务的增长又进一步的就开始提速。然后那个客户的哪些啊所属的行业的一些情况的话，那个啊一会我们再和 Henry 可以再补充一下。对，然后企业云方面的话，目前看到的就是我们看到我们 Q 一的企业依然是超过百分之一百的一个。这个高速的增长，然后国在国内产业数字化还是在快速推进的，市场的需求依然非常的旺盛，所以现在的实际情况是说，啊，目前国内的企业云，尤其在政府等几个大的领域来说，其实需求是很旺盛的。我们和呃竞争对手的话，其实更多的竞争其实还是在业务能力和实施能力方面的竞争啊，并不是说在客户的争夺或者是。这方面的竞争其实还没有大家想象的那么的这个激烈，对，所以包括我们的在手订单的项目其实都还在持续的这个推进，包括因为它有招收标的流程，有这种现在都在持续的往前走。我们之前公布的在手订单的目前的进展都应该是顺利的。那此外的话呢，其实在 Q 一的话，我们又新增了一些项目的这个订单，比如说像湖北的医疗这些项目，其实也接近差不多七千万，这都不在，都还没有在之前的。这个订单里面啊，所以啊，其实我们现在看到的是公有云还有企业云的话，在二零二一年的这个进展啊，就是管理层还是非常乐观的啊，就是还是增速很明显的。好，呃 ，Thank you, Yiling. So, thank you, Brian, for question. Uh, so on the first question, uh, you're probably right. You're right that the uh, the the high base of the public cloud revenue last year was probably one of the reason. Uh, when you look at the year-over-year growth of the public cloud revenue in Q1 this year. Uh, however, what we want to highlight that is our revenue from our core base of our premium customer, especially our top premium customer, has been very solid and robust. 
Uh, and in addition, we also made uh, some uh, good progress in engaging with the new, uh, new customers in our public cloud uh, segments. So that's why, as a result, our public cloud revenue has expanded and grown sequentially for five consecutive quarters, as we mentioned. However, as you probably also noticed that in industry in general, in mainland China, uh, the regulatory environment, especially in Q1, has been quite, uh, uh, quite uh, 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 volatile and has certain impact to the revenue uh, in the public cloud segments, especially uh, you know, as few examples, for example, uh, the content uh, review uh, certain mechanism from regulatory perspective has some impact to our streaming uh, uh, clients, uh, which actually indirectly will affect the usage of public cloud uh, resources. And also, as you know, the policies in the online educators kind of highest level uh, compare, even compared with the peers in the industry. Uh, the demand from the digitalization across different verticals uh, has been has been kind of solid and very strong, you know, including the public services, healthcare, and uh, financial services. I think speaking about a competitive strength and a unique kind of uh, strength and value add from our Kings of Cloud perspective, it's, it's about a client engagement, it's about a capability of deliver, deployment, and implementation. It's not really about the sales context, not really about the pricing competitions, especially in the enterprise cloud segments. So that's why, given the demand is, is very robust, and uh, I don't, uh, we don't think that uh, the competition is, has been kind of had to head in the enterprise cloud uh, segments. And as you know, by December last year, we have 2.8 billion backlog in the enterprise cloud alone. And this number has not included any new engagement and the biddings we have won in Q1 this year. For example, as we mentioned uh, in the bigger uh, healthcare cloud projects in Hubei province, Hubei Sheng, Jiankong uh, Yun, uh, for that project alone, based on the public data, which we uh, kind of saw the public announcement recently, uh, that project alone will deliver over 70 million RMB revenue alone, which has not been uh, included in the backlog number. However, uh, we want to say that on a quarterly basis going forward, we will not disclose a detailed backlog number, given the sensitivity around the pipeline and the client competition. But I, I think we can show that uh, our backlog has been growing, and also the ongoing implementation of the existing backlog has been uh, well on track. Uh, I think that's concluded a few colors, so hopefully helpful. Thank you, Brad. Thank you. It's very helpful. Thank you. The next question is from the line of Xiaodan Zhang of CICC. The line is open. Please go ahead.好感谢管理层接受我的提问我是中心的分区师张硕丹那我这边有三个问题第一个问题是关于我们公有云这边因为其实我们也看到在依据度的时候其实我们在这边的一些这个因为这个监管的原因啊我们这个公有云互联网的
啊。然后第三呢，其实也想问一下，就是关于我们这个毛利这边啊，因为我们看到一季度的这个毛利 Q on Q 还是有这个改善的。那对于全年来说，我们啊整体预计毛利率是呃、啊、这个预期大概是怎么样的？然后我翻译一下我的问题啊。Um, so my first question is regarding the、uh, public cloud business. So as we can see that the acquisition of new customers in the first quarter was in. Uh, was undergone the uh, headwinds from the、uh, regulatory in the inter internet industry. So, what will be our major focus for product diversification for the public cloud business? My second cloud is regarding the enterprise cloud business. So, the enterprise cloud business recorded a solid growth in the first quarter. So, what do we think of the growth potentials for the three main segments for enterprise cloud, on i.e., the healthcare, on financial services, and public sector? And what will be an ideal business structure and growth margin profile for the three segments? And my third question is regarding regarding the gross margin. So, what will be our expectation for the gross margin、uh, going onwards for the next few quarters? Thank you. 好，谢谢。那我我来回答一下那个您前面的几个问题。第一个，在公有云领域的话，其实 Q 一的话，因为有一个短期的一个呃监管波动，所以呃我们的现在的情况是说，其实获客并没有受到影响，我们的客户的。啊，尤其是新客的这个接入的速度还是按照预期进行的，主要是我们的客户他在进行业务推广和业务扩张的时候，啊，他自就是还是多了一些这个更稳健的这个策略，啊，使得这个呃原有业务的这个增速上呢，这个可能受到一定的影响。那但是同时也也像您说到的，就是我们也看到在产品的多元化方面，其实现在的这个我们的进展还是非常顺利的，就是。更多的客户开始使用，呃，就是他们开始啊创造更多的这个业务，比如说更多的直播啊，更多的红包的互动啊等等这样的，包括春节期间，像啊一个春节的直播，某一个客户就可以同时做可能五万路的直播在线这样的业务。那这样的话，其实对于我们来说，我们能提供的服务跟产品也比之前有了非常大的这个提升。这是第一个在这个公有云的这一段。第二，在企业云的增长上来说的话呢，其实啊，首先第一个主要还是市场的需求旺盛啊，这个是中国的产业数字化的这个增进，应该是目前在全球应该是最大的一个市场。是我们公司所在的三个赛道的话呢，其实会在啊，而而大数据的这个相关的业务又是金融行业目前最大的这个刚需的增量业务啊，所以其实我们凭借技术优势，在拿下一些标杆项目之后。后期呢，主要是围绕这个呃能力在拓展业务。那在医疗领域来说呢，其实我们目前在国内的优势还是比较明显的啊，就是尤其是目前在啊国内的医疗的平台的这个，尤其是公共医疗部分啊，其实湖北省应该是现在是国内的标杆。所以其实从武汉的市云，包括到湖北省的啊下面各个的一共体平台，包括我们近期刚刚中标的湖北的省云。啊，所以其实我们是建立了一整套的一个能够医疗公共服务的这样的一个能力。就这个能力的话，后面我们会在这个全国的其他的地方这个啊拓展。所谓我们也刚刚在那个也看到我们在啊，比如说在重庆、在啊江苏啊，其实都已经进有些项目医疗项目都已经进入到了这个二期。那在政府的公共服务部分的话呢，其实我们的这个是以重点区域为策略来进展，就是。啊，北京、湖北啊，江苏、安徽、甘肃这几个地方，我们其实主要围绕几个重点的项目啊，目前在打造我们的这个产品能力和实施能力
啊，因为这一块市场来说，目前其实国内的需求是最大的，但是要要想把它做好呢，其实还是有一定的难度的啊。所以其实这边的策略的话，我们主要是围绕我们重点的区域的这个布局，把已经在进行中的项目啊，能够做成国内领先的这样的一个标杆项目啊，所以大概是这样的一个情况。那这些企业云的，我们刚刚提到这些项目，它的中长期的发展，我们还是很有把握的，而且它的毛利的。情况和这个都对我们公司整体的这个财务数字都是有比较大的这个拉升的，对。然后第三个问题，您刚刚提到的这个毛利的啊 ，Q 一的毛利的情况和全年的情况，那个那个 Henry 到时候你你你整个来这个回答一下。好。Yeah, thank you, Yiling. And thank you, Sophia, for for the three questions. Uh, translate for the first two, and I'll take on the last one. And the first one regarding the public cloud, uh, I think you, you probably uh, already mentioned that uh, there was seasonal kind of regulatory impact on the Q1, uh, but we want to highlight that uh, our engagement and progress to the new customers, even some of them are starting with a low and small volume, but, uh, but they are actually strategically important for our new customer strategy. We are making those progress on track in Q1, even though uh, you know, as we mentioned, the initial uh, first phase of the testing or the initial trial version of volume has been uh, small, but we are seeing the great progress in connecting with a new and important customer with us. So speaking about the diversification of the product lines and the services, uh, you know, I just want to use a few examples, right? For example, in the Chinese New Year live show performance events, uh, as you know, it is not only capture the live show video contents, but also there's a lot more interaction components in those events, such as the, you know, the Red Pockets events and such as kind of massive and scalable uh, multi-line connections, direct connections, uh, you know, in the, in the Chinese New Year events, i.e. in the maximum peak time, we do see over uh, 15,000 uh, lines of direct connections in those uh, video uh, services. And uh, those end user scenarios has helped us to diversify our product services because these are the end demands from our customers. So to add one more data point as addition, uh, as you know, our cloud delivery revenue last year, uh, the first quarters last year was over 50%, and we do see as a percent of total revenue our cloud delivery revenue has dropped below 50%, and uh, we do see that trend will further trending down, which was actually going to be a positive uh, factor to have better diversification across delivery, computing, and storage. And speaking about the second point on the uh, enterprise cloud, uh, I'll go one by one. On the financial services uh, vertical, uh, it is all about the technology. So uh, by extending our know-how and the uh, experience uh, in certain core technology capabilities to the major banks in China, it helped us to strengthen our forte in those areas. For example, in a, for those major banks, the big analytical platform uh, based on the cloud native technology has been very important for them, and it is a must-have technology for those big banks in China. And by uh, our proven experience in those areas by delivering the capabilities to the clients, we can engage in and also enjoy incremental demand and revenue opportunity from those clients. So it's all technology and demand-driven business. Second, on the healthcare. Um, as you know, uh, we do believe that we do have a first mover advantage in healthcare. And uh, given our real experience in many important cases and uh, uh, important areas, such as the city level and provision level healthcare cloud in Wuhan and also in Hubei province, we do have accumulated enough resources and the capability and first-hand experience in those areas. 
and by pioneering those experiences in one or two areas and extending that into other provinces in China, such as Chongqing and Jiangsu provinces, we can replicate our experience and see great benefits at economic scale and uh, have recurring revenue from those clients, given the solution itself is highly leverageable. And the third part on the public sector, and as you know, we do focus a few areas such as Beijing, Hubei, Jiangsu, Gansu, and those provinces. The uh, kind of strategy and the play card or the playbook for the business over there is we do want to establish and complete and uh, deploy the high quality projects for those clients and make sure in those important areas and important clients, we can be the, uh, uh, the, the, the pioneer, also the top tier vendor for them who can be trusted to deliver high quality projects and execution uh, capabilities. So for the mid to long term, uh, I think we feel confident uh, that uh, those experience and execution quality of Kingsoft Cloud carrying our over 30 years of 2B DNA will gain enough and uh, further trust from client and expanding more business over there. And uh, uh, Sophia, you're right that uh, the growth margin from Enterprise Cloud uh, has been uh, a very positive factor to improving the company's growth margin overall. Uh, and we do see the repeating and recurring revenues and also high quality uh, solutions. We having a service our client that also can uh, uh, serve a big positive factor for us as well. So on the third point regarding the gross margin, I think you're right. And as we discussed in Q4 last year, uh, our strategic investment and front end certain costs in Q4 was the reason, but we do see the positive results uh, as you see that you know, we successfully winning a bit of a few major projects. I think our investment and uh, uh, upfront cost last year was worthwhile doing that and have seen improving also the skills that we picking the right client to work on. Uh, even the, the kind of the first stage, with also, uh, we always carry uh, with a certain testing uh, version and uh, uh, kind of front end services. So as a result, I think uh, we do uh, uh, keep a, a kind of same uh, and unchanged views regarding this year's growth margin on the company level overall. And I think over the next few quarters, maybe on a quarterly basis, uh, the growth margin either on the percentage point or the value dollar perspective will have certain volatilities. But over on the four-year basis, we do believe, hopefully, we can improve 5 to 6% of the growth margin compared with last year compare 2021 to 2020. And I think for the long term, the growth margin is reflecting our fundamental efficiency and improving product diversification and client diversification as well. Thank you, Sophie. Thank you, very clear. Thank you. Next question is from the line of Joel Ying of Nomura. Line is open. Thank 首先想问一下这个我们现在就是一季度里面前三大客户在公务员里面这个收入占比或者说占我们整体的这个营收入的比例啊然后呃 空档期可能没有太多新的这个呃呃应用出来，所以我觉得会有点慢。所以我们呃有什么措施可能能帮我们这个公务员的速度可以可以再快一点，就是因为呃那一季一季度是有特殊原因，但是整体来说全年啊，
so my first question is, uh, what is current uh, the contribution from the three biggest customers uh, from our public cloud sector, and what about the CDN contribution uh, for the for the for the for our company uh, in one queue? And because we think the the overall Chinese cloud market is going to slow down a little bit, turn down a little bit for 2021. So uh, uh, any 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 potential uh, changes or or structure strategy we have to, to help us to gain better growth from public cloud, in, especially in 2021。然后我第二个问题肯定想问一下这个adjusted uh, 呃，因为因为之前我们可能觉得呃，去年四季度有单季度啊，单单月打平了，那我全年或者说我二季啊二季度或者全年应该还是是不是看看正数啊，比较正确。呃，so uh, my second question is about the adjusted EBITDA margin. Uh, I think the adjusted EBITDA margin uh, has been break, broken even in one month, uh, maybe December in, in 2020. So, but it still go negative for 1Q21. So I guess is that about like bonus or something? related to personnel expenses, and what should we expect for full year and for second quarter 2021。啊，我最后一块呃问题是关于这个市场的竞争格局啊，因为我看到去年这个在公共云的市场里面，呃，华为啊可能起来的还是速度还是比较快的，是在市场份额上还是比较好。然后它企业云这边可能传统都是
。那就是首先第一个呢，还是中国的这个云计算的这个市场，尤其数字化这个市场，目前的增速还是非常快的啊。所以实际上现在大家的竞争并不是说关于争夺客户的竞争，还是在于啊。自身的云云公司自身布局的这几个赛道里面，我们看到在金融和医疗，它是非常专业的这个赛道啊，它不是一个简单的凭借说，比如说我有很好的做企业客户的经验就能够啊啊这样简单的就是说我在这个里面是很强的，它其实对于你的技术能力，对这个行业的理解啊，那其实还是有非常多的这个这个依赖的，所以在这里面呢，其实我们自身的能力还是很强的。Uh, so as a percentage of the total revenue of public cloud, those top premium customers as a percentage will see slowly decline as a percentage point. So on the CDM perspective, uh, and, and, and as you know, uh, more and more customers are actually diversifying their demand across the different business lines, including storage, computing, and delivery. And uh, the CDN revenue as a percentage of total revenue as uh, the value of independency and neutrality, we are engaging with new customers that actually who value our position as independent cloud provider. And for Q2, uh, we are seeing confident that uh, those in conversations and initial uh, engagement with the new customers will gradually monetize and uh, gradually become a revenue in the public cloud uh, sector. And I think these are the major efforts that we are making in Q1 uh, and will carry for the results for the following quarters. And the third point regarding the competitive landscape, I think the key uh, uh, line and we want to mention is, is it's really about uh, kind, of, kind of strengthening and improving the capability, not only from our tech, uh, play part, it's really improving our capability and especially in the financial service and healthcare, these are the two verticals required industry know-how and have spe and will require specialized uh, experience and uh, uh, and um, and the first-hand experiences. So that's why uh, you probably can understand that um, have a good client-sales relationship doesn't always equal to a monetization of the client revenue. And the know-how and understanding about client demands and know their challenges and can help them resolve real questions will be more important to engaging with a trusted client relationship with them. With them. And for the public sector services, uh, you know, as we mentioned, we do have some uh, great advantage in a few areas uh, and provinces and cities, as we mentioned. But the key is to really deliver uh, kind of pace by pace and face-by-face and has cloud peers, uh, including us and other peers as well. But I think on those areas, we uh, remain confident that given we're already working with them and some of the clients were already working on the phase two or phase three, I think we do have a robust pipeline for not only the backlog, but also implementation timetable. All right, so for the last question regarding EBITDA, I think uh, I want to highlight four, uh, three or four major reasons. Uh, the first uh, reason is regarding uh, certain adjustments regarding the social tax and uh, uh, in, in Chinese, AKA, uh, called the Wu Jing and the Shebao policy in mainland China. So as you probably know, in COVID-19 last year in Q1, uh, governments in certain cities has at that time announced they will make either four uh, uh, return or partial favorable, uh, favorable policy on the uh, social security taxes for 2020 and 2021 uh, for certain uh, uh, industry and certain uh, companies. But however, for Q1 this year, uh, given the new policy actually revised back to the normal status, so we basically will 
has certain impact that have, have to pay a normal rate of certain uh, sort of tax and uh, uh, and certain uh, revised back to the normal tax policy. So those will have around about 1.5 to 2% of the total revenue will be have additional impact on the cost of the human capital. And the second reason is, as you know, as we are extending our revenue base and extending the core of our client base, we are engaging and hiring more talents across different product lines, especially for the important strategic verticals. And the new hiring talents, many of them are the good and most and more experienced people, and those will reflect into a higher uh, compensation level for certain employees. So as a result, uh, the human capital-related costs will adding to the impact that you mentioned sequentially, uh, seeing a drop on the EBITDA margin. But those impact will be on a one-time basis, which means that as we are seeing a higher revenue base going forward and a more dollar value of the profitability, will have the better impact to our EBITDA margin. So I think it's really about a timing impact. And uh, uh, we stay the same unchanged that hopefully for 2021 on a four-year basis, our non-GAAP EBITDA margin will be profitable, but it's all about the timing when they will get there. So hopefully, uh, as we are seeing better and high-quality projects to be implemented and executed, and uh, our EBITDA margin will turn positive in certain quarter in this year. Thank you, Joe. Thank you very much for my question. Thank you. Thank you. Next question is from the line of Kina Wong of Pedicus. Please go ahead. Thank you. Thank 所以还是想了解说这个整个产业还有这个有就是整个行业的其他的这个呃payer其他的这个呃云的服务厂商他们看到的一个增速一个怎么样那呃另外一个问题是在呃整个呃就是internet的customer上面就是这个互联网的客户
on a new customer contribution. And the third thing is about um, uh, because given the, uh, in the regulatory tightening in the uh, internet uh, sector in China, uh, if there's any like impact to the long-term investment uh, for the company, uh, uh, etc., like in the capex side, then. Q 这是第一个，第二一个呢，就是您刚刚提到的互联网客户，就是我们啊，其实还是在Q1，包括在陆续还是有很多新的客户接入进来。那没有啊，列名字的话呢，可能是有啊，这个有些项目在进展中，还有一
But given we already have the client and commercial relationships, and for some of them, we already have the technology testing completed, hopefully for the following quarters, you will see a reacceleration of the public cloud revenue going forward. So on the third question regarding the CapEx, uh, you probably noticed that in Q1, on the dollar value perspective, our CapEx was lower than Q4 last year. That was our pre-judgment about certain impacts in Q1, including the holiday seasons, but also including potentially about logistical and supply chain issues. We have the pre-judgment call that we actually purchased enough and sufficient hardware equipment service back in Q4, primarily last year. So that's why if you remember in Q4 last year, our CapEx was above $4 billion. So that will be basically prepared for enough inventory for this year's public cloud infrastructure and for the leading sales opportunities of the public cloud uh, clients as well. So these are actually reflecting uh, 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 together. And for the plan for this year's CapEx, uh, we think that there's also the same level as we previously communicated, uh, you know, we think around 1.5 billion CapEx will be a reasonable level to expect for this year. Thank you. Yes, Thank you. The next question is from the line of Thompson Wu of UBS. Please go ahead. Your line is open. Uh, the first question is, in your 2Q guidance, can you give us uh, a firmer um, range for the growth in your uh, premium and enterprise cloud revenue growth. Uh,第二个提问就是,呃,上个星期好像阿里云有说明到他们在,呃,国际这个,这个公园云有一个大客户离开他们的这个ecosystem。那我就是想问一下,这个会对公司在国内这边,呃,会不会有什么影响?呃
我们国际的业务的布局，我们其实是做了很多准备的啊。但是呢，这个第一呢，我们在我们的收入占比中还是非常非常少的。第二个，我们在二零一九年的时候，其实就已经注意到了这个啊国际局势的复杂程度，所以我们在做今年的预算的时候，这一部分的业务呢，其实我们没有把它。在我们的预算中，这个啊考虑的这个有特别大的一个比重，所以本来就是我们考虑到可能它会有会有变动，啊，所以目前看到的情况啊，我啊就是国际业务的这些一些复杂的情况，对我们的今年的预算的影响其实是这个不大的，但同时也确实能够注意到，就是就是我们刚刚讲到 Q 一的波动的时候，除了国内的监管问题的话，那其实这个国际的一些这个影响也使得国内的一些客户，尤其是头部的客户。在做业务的这个增长的时候，包括可能在有些新技术使用的时候呢，也都偏谨慎啊，所以其实这个呢可能会啊，对于后续的这个业务的和产品的这个增长可能会带来一些影响啊，但我们自己预计对我们的收入的影响应该不会这个很大，可能大家都会看一下这个啊国际化的这个这个步骤。那第三个问题，刚我没有听得特别清楚，就是您提到这个 CDN 的这个呃这个这个。这个呃，这个业务好像啊，其实是这个业务在目前国内这几年的整体的大的趋势是啊，其实市场是越来越清晰的，那份额基本上越来越向我们几个头部的这个呃公司倾斜。那这个趋势的话呢，应该在今年还是没有什么大的变化的，所以基本上来说啊，就是我们几个大的头部的公司提供了完整的从 S 到。啊，帕斯到整个解决方案的这个能力，而且在市场上的这个份额的占比应该也是越来越高的。啊，那 Q 一的基本情况可能应该也是这样。好，谢谢。哎呀 ，Thank you, Jonathan. I'll take the translate for the first two questions for Yilin and also answer the question regarding the guidance and the breakdown. Uh, so for the international business, uh, as you probably know that even back in late part of 2019, Uh, we had some uh, uh, views even at that time that will be certain volatility in terms of the global geopolitical situation. So that's why we made a very prudent approach that uh, regarding our internal budgeting, regarding the way we're engaging with our customers, etc. So uh, that's why uh, uh, you know even though we already in early time have certain planning uh, for certain regional. Uh, business exposures and footprints for Kings of Cloud, but the actual revenue for our international business has been very, very small at this moment. So that's why those geopolitical impact to our international revenue and the total company revenue will be very, very limited. And uh, to your question, uh, we also noticed that uh, for our peers, they were affected by their major customer for their global business. Uh, but uh, as you probably know, to add on one more point, as you know, that uh, the ice level and the infrastructure resources for the international business and domestic business in mainland China has two different uh, setup and a different network, different capacity, and different licenses requirements. So that's why the redundancy of all the idle resources from the global infrastructure will not be translated directly into the in, uh, kind of oversupply of any potential kind of the uh, capacity for the mainland China business from a cloud player perspective. If the if if it is a question or the concern you may want to ask. Uh, so for the second question, um, uh, in our view, I think we are seeing the trend that given the cloud is a scalable business and there's a nature for the benefits of a common scale, the concentration of the top tier players are still keep the same trends. 
and there's no major changes. And for the top-tier cloud provider, and uh, given people providing the full stack of the services covering from both ICE, PaaS, and SaaS capabilities, uh, we don't think this trend will be reversed. And uh, by positioning ourselves as one of the major top-tier cloud providers in China, I think we can enjoy that benefit uh, as well. So on the last question regarding the breakdown, as you know, we probably can only provide a verbal guidance on the earning call, given we have almost about one and more than one and a half months towards the end of uh, this quarter. And as we mentioned, we also have a good engagement with a certain internet public cloud clients. So probably we will not be able to give a very precious, a precious guidance to have a breakdown. But what we can mention is, I think for the public cloud uh, revenue and enterprise revenue, you will see both as a decent sequential quarter over quarter growth and on a year over year basis. And going forward for Q3 and Q4, especially the second half of this year, you will see probably it is likely that our year over year growth rate for the remaining three quarters of this year, hopefully, you will see acceleration quarter over quarter as well. Uh, as a bottom line, I think for the Q2 public cloud revenue will be at least in line or above our major peers in Q2 as well. I think that probably gives certain comfort that uh, for the public cloud, we may see a good uh, kind of acceleration in Q2 um, for those business. And we do have certain uh, contracts and opportunities and the real opportunities of the revenue that kind of sitting aside and hopefully it can be delivered by end of uh, this quarter. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you. Our last question comes from the line of L.C. Chang of Goldman Sachs. Line is open. Please go ahead. 哎，管理层晚上好，谢谢接受我的提问。我这边就有一个很快的小问题啊，就是刚刚在呃两位分析师的这个回答当中，呃，亨瑞总你好像提到接下来下半年的时候，呃，我们应该可以期待一个这个呃收入增速的一个这个增长的一个趋势吧。所以我想问一下呢，那如果是看 public cloud 这边的话，那最主要的一个驱动力是什么样的？然后以及对于我们去。我就可能有没有方向上的一个指引和预期吧，然后我自己可能快快的翻译一下。呃、uh, ，So I just have a small uh follow-up question here. Um, the public cloud growth into the second half, as well as uh the sort of the directional color on the full year. Uh, because we do see some of the headwinds into the first half of uh, of the public cloud space. Just wondering uh, if we can provide some of the additional color into the second half, and how should we think about the fundamental drivers as well as some of the directional expectations on the number. Thank you. 啊，所以这个啊，首先这是我们就相当于是我们的存量业务的增速，其实我们是不是很担心？第二一个，我们也与其他的优质的重点的互联网公司进行了目前在进行了一些啊这个商务和技术的这个对接，所以很多的这个新的项目和客户呢，目前在进展之中。我们预计在这个 Q 二、Q 三和 Q 四的一些项目会陆续的这个落实，所以这个会是我们的增长的新的这个这个动力。呃，第三个的话呢，就是一些新的产品和技术能力的这个啊，在不断的时候，他刚刚的也回答了，就是有一些这个新的产品、新的业务在
啊，会带动的一些这个我们更大的这个用量啊，比如说刚刚提到的像云游戏啊，那可能大家也之前都很关注，那在 Q 一开始的话呢，其实云游戏的这个业务已经开始有这个规模性的一些这个应用了。那目前我们看到的是，从 Q 二、Q 三开始，可能就类似这样的业务开始会不断的增加。好，谢谢。Yeah, thank you, Asia. Very quickly on this question. Uh, there are three major reasons or the major drivers. First of all, is for our top tier paying customers, uh, their existing usage uh, has seen a trend of growing, uh, uh, you know, historically. And for this year, uh, we not only uh, focus on new customers, but also the existing premium customers. Their utility, their usage, and their revenue has been increasing. Uh, that actually form a solid base for our total public cloud services revenue for this year. And uh, given those are the premium customers, so they are actually making the investment to their own business, for example, adding the new features and uh, the new product lines and the new applications for their uh, business. So their demand and their growth and investment into their own business and the end user scenarios will basically the foundation for our growth opportunity from those existing premium customers. The second point is regarding the, the new customer ex, uh, expansion. Um, so um, you know, I think from both commercial sales relationship and uh, you know, technology compatible testing and also those engagement, I think as we mentioned, we are making certain progress <coughs> and uh, uh, taking certain uh, kind of initiatives. Uh, to engaging with the new customers, that's actually going to be the second driver. And uh, many of those areas and efforts will be basically uh, monetized and gradually uh, pushed down to the kind of revenue uh, and realize the revenue opportunity. And the third part is really about the new product uh, feature and the requirement. So that means that not only for the new but also existing customers, there's a new area of the usage uh, such as the cloud gaming, as we mentioned in the prepared remarks, that in starting from Q1, as a leading pioneer in the cloud gaming areas and in gaming industry in general, we are seeing a good traction that some of the leading gaming companies are already deploying their gaming products through the cloud companies, and those are already bringing us a meaningful level of the cloud gaming revenue in Q1. And we think that those revenue will see a good level of expansion for the remaining months uh, to go for this year. I think this is only one of the examples. I think in the area of VRAR and other IoT or the 5G related areas will be also the important uh, areas you will see the new demand and new technology can generate and translate to the revenue opportunity. Thank you, Alfie. Thank you. Thank you. All right, and I'd like to hand the conference back to the presenters. Please continue. Uh, thank you, Operator. Thank you once again for joining us today. If you have any further questions, please feel free to contact us. Look forward to speaking with you again next quarter. Have a nice day. Thank you. Thank you. This concludes today's conference call, and thank you for participating. You may now disconnect.